If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we believe in the body's ability to heal itself. Today we're picking up where we left off last week with our guest Amber Vital. For those of you who missed last week's episode, Amber is a certified nutritionist and is currently a regional educator with Garden of Life. On this episode, we're talking about the importance of food sourcing and certifications and how our culture's attitude towards food can have a substantial effect on our health. We're not going to waste any time getting right back into it, so here's part two of our conversation with Amber Vital. I mean, let's talk a little bit then about, you know, I think things that consumers are really confused about, like how important is it that something's organic and non-GMO, right? Let's just start there. You know, if it's your food, I mean, I just always encourage people, and I'm sure you do too, you know, look up this year's list of the dirty dozen, find out which vegetables and fruits are heavily sprayed with pesticides, meaning herbicides, insecticides, and fungicides, and avoid those or buy them organic, you know, if you, if you're on a budget and look at the ones that aren't as heavily sprayed and wash them well and focus on those non-organic again, you know, everybody's on a budget. Budget is your own perception of what money you have to spend on things. You know, we spend in our household a, a lot on food. It's very important. And, and people are blown away by that. You know, when people say they budget $300 a month for their food, I'm just like, wow, you know, that's, I wish I could do that. But mm-hmm. we are very much focused on good food. It's the first thing that's really important. And so if you're really focusing on your food, you know, what about your supplements? Well, if your supplement is made from food, let's take a greens powder, you know, a greens powder supplement with grass juice powders in it, fruit and vegetable juice powders in it. Well, that is concentrated food. So now you're taking a bag of alfalfa, you're taking a bunch of vegetables and fruits and you're juicing them and drying that and concentrating them. And so, you know, that's, it takes 33 pounds of fresh alfalfa to make a pound of alfalfa grass juice powder. Wow. So if there's toxins in that, they're getting concentrated too. Mm. You're not, you're creating a very rudimentary, very minimally processed product. If it's not turning out as a white powder, then those, those pesticides are going to be in there too. Um, Things that people don't know. Alfalfa is a genetically genetically modified crop now since 2012. So not only do you have to make sure that anything that has alfalfa grass or alfalfa grass juice powder in it or any animal product that you consume that might even say grass fed could be eating genetically modified alfalfa, not only in their hay and forage, but in the form of pellets that you would not even think about. It still qualifies as grass fed. But it could be genetically modified first. And second, if it is, it's getting sprayed with glyphosate, 
which hopefully everybody recognizes as the main ingredient in Roundup, which the first patent on it, besides being a chelating agent, which means it pulls nutrients out of plants and they die of disease. It's also an antibiotic. Look at what is in, I don't know if I can mention brands. Let's just say potato chips, corn chips, Mm -hmm. cereals. There is evidence out there. They're being tested now. Not only can they test them for the presence of genetically modified DNA, you know, if they're made of corn, if they're made of soy, if they're made of canola, if they're made of beets, but they also can test them for the presence of glyphosate. And if you're eating glyphosate every day since 1980, you have been taking an antibiotic in your whole life. That's me. I was uh, seven, nine in, uh, in 1980, you know, and, and so since then, and eating all those Cheerios and grape nuts, I've been taking in glyphosate because glyphosate is also used on crops, grains and legumes to dry them, to desiccate them. If the Northwest portion of your field isn't ripe yet. And the Southwest portion is Southeast portions ready to harvest. You spray the whole thing with glyphosate. It's allowable agricultural practice. It desiccates your crops so that you can get it dried and into making flour and into making breads and pastas and cereals and things like that, cereal bars and so on and so forth. So we've all got it in us. And if that is the worst offense because nobody knew it was in there. Nobody knew it was in the food. Mm -hmm. Well, I have done a podcast just on glyphosate. And I think I mentioned on there that I did a test on myself about a year ago and I eat uh, better than 95% of the humans. I I do eat out too much because I'm a single guy and I don't cook, but I choose as good a quality food as you can choose. And I certainly, of course, do all the supplements that are that are the correct ones that are non-GMO. I never um, uh, ever reach for anything but the very best that I can. And on a scale of 1 to 100, if 100... Uh, well, let me say this on the scale of one to 100 on this glyphosate test in Europe, Europe's standards, most people who are tested ranged between 25 and 33. I was 72 and, you know, I wasn't happy about that. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing more things to hopefully help detoxify that. I'm, I'm being more cautious about it. I'm doing more protective measures about how to maybe block it. I mean, there's some evidence coming out that we might have more options if we do the right thing. Again, that goes back to my supplement protocol. I'm not looking for supplements to super enhance and protect me from all my bad habits. I want to optimize the the ability to prevent damage from everything from the diesel fuel that was in front of the, in front of my car this morning and the bus to to the food I eat, to the this or that, because they, again, if they're the right kind, and I am so strongly leaning toward the food-based, food-grown nutrients that uh, I really do believe that they will enhance my ability to have quality life. And I've said this so many times, I forget, but I don't know if they're really going to make me live a lot of extra years, but they're going to make me live, in my opinion, far Better more years. quality years. Exactly. You know, the health span, the health span. And, you know, again, I I don't expect to go to bed one night and wake up dead the next morning like you would want to. But uh, (laughs) I hope that that end is, uh, you know, not long lasting because my number one fear is uh, is actually not death. It's the medical system and being trapped. in it. I know. Right. And, you know, when you really get involved in that, you and and it's really a, a problem of mine to be terrified of the system the way I am, because there's good stuff in it, too. But I just do everything I can to help to not be part of that. 
And um, I just and even know. greater fear is our children, because as adults, we can choose we can decide not to participate in it. We can say, you know, my doctor prescribed this statin, but I'm going to go and try to do this on my mm-hmm. own first and see if I can improve my numbers and improve my health. But when when it, when you've seen a doctor in the system with your child and they say you need to do this with your child and they prescribe something. Now you're in a real difficult situation. If you go back in three months and the child is still having that problem and you didn't give what they prescribed, you can get in trouble, you know? And so it's very hard with your kids to make choices that are healthier and to try to keep them out of that system. You just don't let them get there in the first place. You just do not, you want to do everything you can to keep your kids healthy. This is where it starts teaching our kids what's healthy. I mean, you would think my kids are like the best eaters in the world, right? I just had a discussion with them yesterday. Why, when we go out and get Shake Shack burgers, do we have to have a shake too? Like, can we not like be a little bit moderate here? You know, <laughs> and they're just like, why? <laughs> you know, because they, they, they've got the whole life ahead of them. They don't realize, they don't know what we know. I, you know, I look back at things I did as a kid. I know what the insults were now, but back then I didn't. I had dark circles under my eyes, you know, mm-hmm. it was, I just look back at pictures and I'm just like, gosh, my mom didn't know. She just didn't know. She well, just didn't know. And at that time, we didn't know that if babies had reflux and dark circles and all this stuff that we should pull out dairy for a while and look at where it was coming from and we should pull out grains. We didn't know. Nobody knew. Nobody even knew that it was bad to smoke. I mean, you'd think you could figure that out just, you know, common sense. But doctors were smoking. Doctors were recommending cigarettes. And that in some ways is just so dramatically changed for those of us who are in tune with learning. And in other ways, it's just as bad because, you know, the drugs themselves have now become almost what the cigarettes were in the 60s that, oh, it's okay. And it's actually going to be good for you. So I recommend it. Now the drugs are, these are, these are what you need. And, you know, these are going to help you heal, which is about as big of a farce in many cases, not all as the cigarette campaigns were in the 60s. Uh, and right. You, so that that putting something in to try to I mean, I mean, we you know, I know you've joked about this. I've joked about it. Every every functional medicine practitioner has joked about the fact that, you know, being depressed is not a deficiency of Zoloft. You don't mm-hmm. have a Zoloft deficiency. You know, you, you, you don't have a statin deficiency and that's why you have high cholesterol. You don't have you know, it's not that you're missing that medication. It's going in there and using a pathway to change the numbers, but there are always side effects. The difference when you take food or supplements that have all these other components that are still with them naturally is you don't have those same side effects. You're approaching it holistically. You're, you're sort of buffering the effect on the body. You're not forcing a new pathway. You're helping the body help itself. This is what I really wanted to get to is even when you supplement, your supplements should be supplements that help the body help itself. The body, as you said, it has this amazing ability to self heal. If it has the rest that it needs, the uh, separation from things that are harming it and are toxic to it and the nutrients it needs to conduct repair. Wow. And I know uh, Brian will echo the fact that how many times have I said almost those exact words, probably every podcast, <laughs> uh, but here's my take on it. Anyone who's listening, uh, and I think you might say, okay, that you would agree to this. I don't want this conversation to sound to people who 
are frustrated or, you know, don't or have a lot of struggles that they just say, well, I'm just throwing my hands up because this is so overwhelming. I can't do everything. So if I can't do everything right, I'm not going to do anything right. That is not the uh, the best answer. What I've seen in 40 years is meeting people where they are. And if we can just get someone to take a a, a, a quality vitamin D and start eating some colored vegetables every day. I mean, that's two things. And here's what I really tell a lot of people, and I certainly so believe it in myself. If I go out to eat anywhere, and I don't care where it is, I don't care if it's a health food store or or, or even maybe at home I could, but almost anywhere else, I'm going to have to compromise on the quality of food if I'm going out to eat. Somehow, some way, it's not going to be made to the level of what I would consider the most pure. So how can I make at least one meal of my day the absolute finest? Well, I came to this conclusion four years ago. The only way is to drink it for breakfast. I have given up (laughs) eating breakfast because here's the deal. You can, as you know better than I, you can purchase the kind of products that have the labels that that are guaranteeing me that it's non-GMO, guaranteeing me it doesn't have wheat, guaranteeing me all of the certifications of organic and blank and blank and blank so that there's no way I could find those foods uh, unless I just didn't work and I was a multimillionaire. So, but I right. can find the products. I can go right. to a good store and I can get the right products, which is the right protein. I use Garden of Life's butter powder. I use I MCT oil. I use the greens and I use uh, Garden of Life's chia and flax seeds. I do that every morning. And so that way, when I leave breakfast in the morning, which is literally takes me seven minutes from start to finish, I have fueled my body with as good of quality of vibrant foods from the earth that I possibly can. And to me, if you start the day wrong, you kind of you can't really uh, right size the ship completely the rest of the day. But if you start it right, and it's not to give people excuses, but if you start it right, you have some cushion against imperfections the rest of the day. All right, everyone, let's break for just a quick second for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Garden of Life. Garden of Life is the number one brand in the natural products industry, and for good reason. They believe in three principles that guide all of their product formulation, using real whole food as the basis of every product, a belief that health begins with obtaining the cleanest ingredients possible, and complete traceability of every ingredient. They hold 12 certifications and are dedicated to providing their customers with some of the cleanest, sustainable, and safe products on the market. Garden of Life. Empower Extraordinary Health. And less cravings, unless you you kind of set the bar for your body. If you start your day with pancakes, as tasty as they are, with real maple syrup, you're going to keep craving carbs all day long. You're going to crash and you're going to eat something else in that crash. Whereas when you really fuel with proteins, fats, fibers, and antioxidants and nutrients, you know, you, your body has what it needs to really move forward and, and function. And, and I think if we can really help are your listeners today who are frustrated, who are throwing their hands in the air, I mean, where do we really start with most people? What is really the core? And I mentioned it earlier is the gut, you know, you've got hormonal issues, the gut, you've got skin issues, the gut, you have heart disease and diabetes, 
the gut. You know, mm-hmm. we really start there with so many people because if we look at their diet and well, you know, here's a list of vegetables. What do you like? Well, the vegetables I like aren't on here. I like peas and corns and potatoes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to tell you to remove those, but how about you start steaming some broccoli, some kale, some chard, some bok choy, some tatsoi, some try some new vegetables, handing people a list of things, telling them to try something new every day. And I, I stopped removing things from my clients' diets because it's that's what they thought I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to take out all their favorite foods. They were already on a diet. I'm going to die without <laughs> the food that you, you know, that you're going to pull out. Instead, I would say, don't change anything. Just make sure at night when you're making dinner for your family that you take a new vegetable, you steam it up, you put some olive oil dressing on it and you eat that. And then gradually their tastes change. Gradually there's no room for anything else. And the same can be true about whole food supplementation. It's giving you nutrients. You're not trying to get through the day on sugar and stimulants because you're getting nutrients. What do nutrients do? They help our cells function better, whether it's a greens powder, whether it's a multivitamin mineral formulation, whether it's an electrolyte blend, you know, all of these things, antioxidant blends, they help our cells function better. And then we get more energy. We can make better choices with more energy. You know, when you're tired, this is always me, you know, with kids and shop, you go shopping at Trader Joe's and because I'm hungry, I buy those dark chocolate covered almonds. And then, you know, they're halfway gone by the time I get home, you know, just to fuel me to make dinner. This was, you know, my early years with, with young kids. And, you know, you can see that you're doing that, but you don't feel like you have the power to get out of that sort of vicious cycle. And so if before you went shopping, you could drink a protein powder with some greens in it, it will change your life. It totally changes the choices you make. Then you have power over your choices. You make little steps, you make little differences, powerful differences, powerful changes. And then you really are in a position to change your health. I love that. The fact that it that it will change your life because you have disconnected from the addiction of the foods that you thought you loved. But in fact, you've now seen that they are kind of your enemy and you're not a slave to them anymore. And the fact that you said about, you know, when you eat pancakes, you're going to have cravings. It was interesting this week. My daughter, seven months pregnant, she goes in and she has to do her test for gestational diabetes and so she had to uh, eat Drink you know, that stuff. a lot of a lot of carbs. And in fact, what she did was was interesting. She's she's spirited like I am about being independent. So she actually got permission from her uh, 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 one of her healthcare people that instead of drinking that terrible drink with high fructose corn syrup, which is the worst ingredient on earth, they let her eat foods that had fifty grams of of sugar in it, which was maple syrup. And pancakes, that's what she got to eat. So she goes in the office to give blood and the people behind the counter said, where's your drink? And she said, I didn't drink it because I got permission to eat 50 grams of carbs. And these were medical professionals, a couple of nurse practitioners and nurses. They said, "Ah, how would you know what 50 grams of sugar is? I've never heard of anything so silly. And Katie said, well, I have a master's degree in nutrition and and there's also apps on your phone that can tell you. Well, all of a sudden they backed down because because uh, they she knew they knew that she knew what she was talking about. Well, when she came out of the office, they were like, tell us about that app. Well, it again shows me how uh, disconnected the medical community is of all this stuff we talk about. 
And it's so freaking frustrating. But to, let me change the point real quick here. If if a person was going to do a drink or any kind of nutritional product, what labels, what certifying labels would be the gold star that you would always want to look for that would guarantee, almost guarantee, that the purity of the product is really in place? Well, you're typically only going to find certified organic and non-GMO on the same label if it's coming from food and not synthesized. You, mm-hmm. know, you might find non-GMO if it's synthesized, but you won't find certified organic. So that's one thing. That's really something to look for. Look for a governing body over that company. So B Corporation, Benefit Corporation, that means that that company is looking at more than just money as their bottom line. They're looking at social responsibility, sustainability, really promoting your health. So there's lots of companies that Garden of Life uh, shares that certification with. You know, I think Country Life has that, New Chapter, Mega Food. You know, there's a lot of good companies that have that benefit corporation certification. Looking at even things like Paleo Foundation, Paleo Foundation not only certifies things that are just meeting the paleo lifestyle, but they're very stuck on sourcing. So for keto through the Paleo Foundation and for paleo, has to be paleofoundation.org seal. So you have to look it up and see what it looks like. Don't get fooled by fake circles. (laughs) But they require that their animals be truly out to pasture. They don't allow any GMOs. They don't allow any synthetics. They even have to look at the flavors that you're using in a product and approve them. So they are looking at the supply chain of custody. And that is a much bigger certification than I ever expected it was until I researched it. Come on, listeners, go online, look up paleofoundation.org. You can find PDS on their criteria. So if you see a supplement that has that, you know, they looked at it. Uh, Kosher often looks at uh, cleanliness to some extent. It's an additional, just that alone doesn't tell you everything you need to know, but it gives you an additional layer of of certainty with a product on top of organic, non-GMO, you know. Um, uh, NSF, if you're really worried, like, is this company making, is is what this company says is in this product actually in it? NSF is one seal that you can look for. Uh, My Kind Organics was the first multivitamin line that had the NSF seal for GMPs, meaning good manufacturing practices. They went in as if they were the FDA. I say like Inspector Clouseau's Cato. You know, they go in and they they surprise you and they they audit everything. And so that's an extra layer as well. Um, Some have an actual certified GMP seal meaning that they're a certified facility, that they're, they're, they're following the right manufacturing practices. What's on the label is what's in it. Um, the label uh, concentrations are accurate. You know, so those are definitely things to really look for. When it comes to animal products, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. really hard. Um, it's hard to find out what country things are coming from, the animals we're in. Um, but if you can find that out, that tells you a lot. And this is where things like non-GMO or iGen where Paleo Foundation uh, are really helpful because a lot of animal products might not get that organic certification. If it's something coming from huge beef and chicken systems, they might not get the non-GMO project, but there's other ways around it, such as Paleo and iGen that um, can work in those situations by looking at the supply chain of custody for you. Flavors, you know, natural flavors can be all kinds of things. I always tell my kids that, you know, when I don't want them to eat something, that it has beaver butt flavor in it, you know, mm-hmm. the beaver castorium, uh, you know, that's a natural flavor. 
but uh, so are a lot of things that I wouldn't want in my body. So having flavors that are organic or non-GMO, even if you don't know exactly what's in it, at least you know they've looked at the ingredients uh, under a non-disclosure agreement and verified that they meet certain criteria. Well, that's extremely valuable information for those who, you know, are on the journey of excellence and health because we're just fortunate that, you know, 15 years ago, we didn't have all of the ability to have uh, products that were that were being labeled. There was even some of these institutions that had not even been formed yet that would monitor and and uh, give us the truth. And I'm just uh, very happy that we have at least a, as good a stuff as we do. And the market is allowing uh, these products to be labeled in the correct way. I mean, it's really the only, only assurance we have that you're reaching the excellence and the purity of the product. Again, I will repeat, you know, nutritional products, even the the, the ones that are not really uh, on top of their game are probably not going to hurt anyone, but they're not going to help you as much. And they are, that's where it will hurt you because you're not getting the benefit. Uh, so I'm just thrilled with everything we've talked about today. I, I, I know people will be a more informed consumer. And they also appreciate the fact that, you know, your history of Ayurvedic medicine and the fact and, and all the other things you've been involved with that you, you resonate and echo uh, beautifully about the respect for the self-healing mechanism that was put in us. And we really have uh, our world has tended to destroy a lot of that. But even beyond that is when things do go uh, a little bit off center the treatments sometimes are far worse than the issue at hand. And, and us talking about the fact there is other options in most cases. And occasionally you just have to do what you have to do, but you can still help the body even when you are on medications. If you try to uh, make it as optimal as you can in the other areas like detoxing and, and all the stuff that goes on with the mitochondrial function and the cells and the breathing and the water and I mean, uh, you know, a rising ship raises all, a rising tide raises all ships. So anytime you, you just raise your health, everything has a tendency to improve. So is there any last thing you'd like to leave listeners with as far as their, their ability to, to choose or think more about this journey of health? Well, I'm just glad that, you know, you're out there fighting the fight with me or me with you since you've been doing it even longer than I have, you know, and, and listen to podcasts. It's, this is free information and there's a lot of untrue free information out there, but, you know, look for consistency. We, there's great thought leaders out there. You've got Dr. Mark Hyman, you've got Dr. Dale Perlmutter, you've got Dominic D'Agostino, you've got uh, in the keto realm, uh, Thomas DeLauer, you've got, uh, uh, I don't know, I can't think of anything else right now, but there's a zillion people to listen to that are really on the right track. If you look at functional medicine and the functional medical model, they're really all on the right track. We're really all saying the same thing. And if you really do have a condition you have to take medication for, don't don't give up. Don't despair. There's ways to support your body through that. And that's really what it's about. That's what functional medicine is about. That's what our ancient wisdom medicines are about, is helping the body heal, even in the presence of maybe necessary medications, necessary situations. If you have to work a night shift or a swing shift and you don't have another choice, there's ways to support you. Mm -hmm. It's not ideal, but we can, we can make it work. As you said, meet the person where they're at. Use your resources, you know, the stores that you have available, your local uh, independent natural food stores, your local natural practitioners, and, um, and, and listen to a few people and see what is 
resonating and what makes sense and really think about, Hey, does this make sense for my human body? Yeah. Well, that's a wonderful way to leave it. And I love the fact that you, you know, put out there this podcasting platform because, you know, I remember, and it's been far, I'm far older than you, of course, but I remember going to college and many of the times I would try to pick the classes based on the teacher. I mean, most of us did that. I do believe if we were, you know, on our game and we would want a teacher, I mean, unless we were lazy, we'd want one that wasn't, you know, going to put too much work on us. But generally, if we were into what we were into, we wanted the really good teachers. Well, guess what? You can do the same exact thing with podcasts because podcasters are teachers in a way and a great way. And the thing is, so you have to align yourself with the right ones as, as you spoke about, because there's plenty out there who won't meet your needs. But when you find your team and everyone you listed is on my team, I love Dr. Perlmutter. I've seen him at many, many shows. We've talked at length about different things. Uh, I send people to his information constantly and all the way down the list of Mark Hyman, all those. So, yes, uh, you know, being the, the fact we can listen to these things in a car and they're convenient and we and all that. Thank you so much, Amber, for being here for the hour. I cannot believe that much time has passed, but that shows how much I resonated with you. So uh, we'll hopefully we'll we'll cross paths again. I know we will. And uh, you take care. And thank, thank you, you so much for the opportunity. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And everybody, remember, like Hippocrates said, if a doctor cannot do you good, he must be kept from doing harm. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen.